Gentlemen, this is incredible. I'm super stoked. I got both you have been on the show before, and now I got both you on today. Um, I do want to say right out the gate what I really am excited for and I admire about both of you is you guys both have an ability to be genuinely authentic. That's oh, like wow. a damn right. <laughs> so, yeah. so it's a really cool thing in a world where um, not many people are um, being themselves. So I'm grateful that you guys joined me today and uh, we can get into it. So how's, uh, how are things? Dude, welcome. Let's get into it, right? Yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> it's your first three three person conversation. It's gonna get yeah. cancelled in the first five minutes. <laughs> I really hope not. But you know if you're being yourself, right, you can't really If I'm being myself, it's getting cancelled for sure. <laughs> yeah, alright, alright. Kind of two have to, most controversial voices. Try right to now. be something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Percent. <laughs> two, two of the most <laughs> Let's go, let's get into it. Cheers, gentlemen. Yeah. Kick things off. So, uh, with the recent election. Oh man, are you guys gonna go vote on Monday? By the way, or already vote? I already voted. Oh, good for yeah, you. I didn't already vote. I'm uh, going before work on Monday. There. Oh, same, same. Yeah. yeah. Flipping a coin. I'm probably voting independent. Voting for my dad. Your dad's running. Uh, no, no, but he's <laughs> gonna run. Surprise, dad. Hey. Let's go. Let's go around the country. I don't That's think not a bad idea. <laughs> I mean, with one vote from the Ottawa Valley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you imagine? Hey, man, it's the only like honest vote that's probably out there that's not corrupted. So, I <laughs> do. Who knows? Who knows, right? Yeah. Who does know? <laughs> but man, what uh, what goes into influencing your de your decision when you vote? Right now, so I don't fix myself to any party. Just right off the start, like I've gone different in every election I've been in. Yeah. And for me right now, it's just, we're in a different climate after COVID. We're in a different climate than we were in 2019. Yeah. So I think that that's one of the biggest things is pandemic recovery for me as a Canadian is what I'm concerned about. As like the fact that we're all roughly the same age and yeah. look at the price of houses. That's something that's going to affect the Ridiculous. rest of us. For, uh, yeah. The rest of, that's going to affect us. So I think about stuff like that is what's important to me right now. Mm -hmm. Well, like the thing is like, after the choices that we like, I made in four years ago. Yeah, you see the repercussion now in a like full pandemic state. For sure. Now I'm like, okay, my decision is like, if in four years we have another pandemic, which dude or dudette I want to see controlling the country as best as possible. It's a Green Party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, then four years ago we all voted because yeah. Trudeau was like, I'm gonna yeah. legalize, I'm decriminalizing marijuana, <laughs> and that's all we got. That's why James he are did do that. He did do that. He did do that. Well, Everybody's first forgetting it. Yeah, and then that's why, like, all due respect to him, like, but yeah, like, what's the first thing that stayed open? Pot stores, pot stores, and the LCBO. And LCBO, and then probably that's to another thing that I don't understand. But like, where's our physical health at this point, right? Like, yeah. Now, but for me, my, my I'm gonna yeah try to learn as much as possible in the next forty eight hours to make the best vote possible. Yeah, like I'm not gonna vote for my dad. Obviously, now I'm just making good jokes. Yeah, he says that, but I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, probably my dad, right. big Cavs party, <laughs> probably. But I'm gonna make some research and see which <laughs> vote's gonna be the best one. Honestly, like, for the longest time there, I thought about just spoiling my ballot altogether, because then I could still complain about it. Well, I could say I went to vote, but then I could say I had no confidence. Because for the longest time, I had really no confidence in most yeah. of these parties, but 
I realize that it's like it's a privileged one, and it's also like, it's our right as Canadians to go vote. Right. And so it's like whether we think that they're always the best candidate, you just got to kind of suck it up and pick the best at some point, in my opinion. Now, yeah, wave a magic wand, and you each get to run. You run for whatever. I don't, I Libertarian. Don't, yeah. Okay. But you run for X amount of years, and then switch over. You get to run. What would be starting with you, Pat? What would be your like? I'm on the spot. The end of the end of your spear. The end of your spear. What would be? Uh, oh, consequential healthcare system. Yeah, hundred percent. Why is that? Why? Because we're making poor decisions on a day-to-day basis to not be healthy. So, like, if you show up and then, and then, like, obviously, that's an idea I've been thinking about for a long time. But I. To which the guys thought about it, and probably some people thought about it, but like my girlfriend works in the hospital. Mm. Your future, yeah, you, yeah our fiancés work in the hospital. Both, of them. yeah, congrats, man. <laughs> Nail it down. Um, but they're overloaded with people that had or made some of them made poor choices in life, mm-hmm. and they became obese or had like lung cancer and 100%. some decision like that, and it's unfortunate. But the thing is, more education towards our health. Mm-hmm. So you pay a prime, like every day, like per se taxes. If you use this healthcare system to just like, oh, I need more this or that. Like, oh, you pay a bigger yeah. prime. Yeah. Like that would be an idea, but I don't, like, I didn't conceptualize it enough to think, like to put it out there. The one thing sense. that I would push against that and what I would be, like if I was to run, and I've definitely considered oh, running a hundred times. Dude, hundred percent. Dude, um, if you do, you have my support. For sure. For sure. Um, Consider this my official launch for twenty twenty six election. <laughs> Dude, I support it. Yeah. Um, one thing that I think with that though, with when it comes to obesity, is that's not that's not just as someone making poor choices. Unfortunately, oh no, that's a systemic problem that yes. goes to is generally speaking, like it's not the middle class and higher inc- income families that are going to be Obe- no, obese. Definitely. It's going to be it affects the lower portions of our yes, and yeah. I'm not saying we need to give handouts to everybody to make everything better, but I would no. like to see it more accessible to, to, yeah, healthcare needs to be, one, being in Canada, it's amazing the healthcare we have. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. Like, I've, as somebody who's had three surgeries in one year, it's amazing the fact that I can actually get surgeries. Sure, wait times are not always the yeah. best, but it's it's, price it's, it's price we pay. The fact that if I got COVID and was on a ventilator, it's not going to cost me my life, it's finances for this. Yeah, 100%. So that's one thing I appreciate about yeah. this. But one thing I think that we should affect, like address in Canada is systemic problems. Like, yeah, why are why is Sudbury such an obese city? Yeah, why is lower why are lower income people having harder access to healthier foods? Yes. Why why is that becoming a problem? Or issues along the line again with systemic problems. One thing that is talked about in every election, and I know that as somebody who's never going to run, is the systemic issue of the fact that First Nations communities don't even have. Yeah. Clean drinking water. That's like that's another. Big that's problem. one thing that I've huge. Yeah, I've just stopped trusting every politician that says they're going to do something about that because it's heartbreaking that in our own country that that's something that mm-hmm. people need to fight for is the right for clean drinking water. Right. Yeah, that's so. fucked up. Yeah, that's I yeah, didn't know bad. that. But it's bad. Twenty twenty six. I could see you vote. I could see you like yeah, when, when you're like you're not going to run. We both looked at you and we're like. And then you're dropping this this point, man. Like I think you could run for this, right? Like. Especially in the sense of like you followed the election year after year, and like mm-hmm. con- like from all the conversation we had off the air and recorded, and 
like you always bring back a lot of valid points from behind. Yeah, I like to consider myself a radical centralist. Like <laughs> Dude, put, put that as your fight name, man. That's your wrestler's name, man. Hard center. Hard center. But I think like being able to remember those facts brings you a better like conscious about your vote. Yeah, on right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's the thing. True. We should gotta we gotta vote. I understand people say like, oh, well, strategic voting is the way to go, and at the end of the day might be, but at the end of the, we can't vote for what we don't fully support. Right. Or what we, or we don't, what we couldn't put our name behind, because that's what you're doing, is you're putting your name behind that candidate, and yeah. sure, they might not be the best, but if you think they're going to be the best, it's not, they might not be the best, but they're the best we got. So. Democracy, yeah. I heard, I listened to like, one of my mentors talks about that, he's like, yeah. the best we've got. Democracy is not the best system, but it's the best, best we, we have. have. Best we have. And I'm like, yeah. oh, oh you're, you're not wrong. Yeah, not, it's probably not an ideal system when you break it down, but there are a lot of other places that are very, very different, and I don't want to live there. Sorry, has it gone down a rabbit hole recently of like all the North Korea, like all the propaganda places and stuff like that, and it's, it's ridiculous. So I, I, get my, I re- remove myself from that rabbit hole, and I find myself looking at everything that everybody's talking about here and especially in regards to the um like the way people vote and especially young people who aren't maybe sure how to vote or what's the best way to make an informed decision because that's what we need to do right but when i'm driving down the kingsway on my way home from work and i see a bright sign that says this party because all the other parties suck and i'm like is it's, that what we've come to yeah. dude it's the the best way one of my mentors said it perfectly and i'm gonna apply his idea to this it's like it's a, like a grade 7 debate party mm-hmm. Where, where's your source where's your sources like you, all the politicians or the parties have access to the same book mm-hmm. make the decision how you feel about this not because the other one sucked yeah it's like it should be like yeah. our aunts or moms like book club 100% instead of like my my party's better because of this it's like who gives a shit I want to have a better yeah. decision. Like, I remember the first time I went to see my parents vote. Yeah? How old and were you? I was probably like seven, eight. Jeez. And they're like, you can't talk about your vote. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? Yeah, I remember yeah. that. The confidentiality was huge. I'm like, but people would put road signs in their yard. Yeah, like, exactly. Huge, like, Ian Simington yeah. signs. Or like, we knew who you were voting for. We knew who we you were voting that, for, yeah. but it's such a discreet thing. Yeah. But we're going to share about our, but nowadays it's our Instagram stories, our Snapchat stories. Oh. We're going to go vote. You got to vote and you got to vote for this party. Otherwise you're not woke enough. You're not right enough. You're not either, either too liberal or you're too, or you're too, uh, right. Yeah. You're yeah. too conservative. It's, it's like, not enough to be neutral, right? It's never been enough nowadays. Sorry. It's not nowadays. It's not enough to just be like anti this group or no, you have to be anti this group or anti that group. You can't just be, I'm in. I'm NDP, yeah. but I think this and that and that that these parties present is good. But majority of my decision making is because of X, Y, Z, and they provide that. Well, that's one of the things that I've always kind of battled with is that I don't consider myself to be conservative, but you guys know I'm definitely not woke. Like I'm like sorry, folks, but <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm like. I think there's a lot, of, like, I'm socialized medicine, 100%. We, like, mm. like single-payer healthcare, awesome. Um, things like that. We need social programs. We need programs to get 
on your way over here, how many people do you pass on the street corner that are like, oh, like dude, get off our street corners? Yeah. Sorry, no, not that. Yeah. How many how many white crosses are in front of downtown? Oh, dude, right man, now? it's too many. So every yeah. time I pass around that, yeah. it's so much more. I'm like, yeah. fuck. And then at the, at the same time, I also think that no, like if you own a firearm, you're not a bad guy. But right. that would group me into this. It's this political polarization that we're seeing right now. Mm-hmm. And you can't, if you have one, there's certain issues that if you say, I support this, mm-hmm. you're automatically categorized as far right. There's no, you can't be in the middle. You can't be moderate anymore. Right. You have to be either, you're extreme left or hard right. Based on one thing that you may support one or thing. don't support. Like, I really don't care if you get vaccinated or not. Right. I'm double vaxxed. That's my choice. To, and what? Because I do choose to trust scientists. I don't think this is grand conspiracy, conspiracy theory, putting GPS trackers in us, whatever. But oh, I, at the same time, I do respect people's choice. Yeah. I do respect people's choice when yeah. it comes to their bodies and their medicine. So, 100%. But that would put me in that category of being far right. Well, at the end yeah. of the day, I'm really very central. And right. I'd like to sit, keep a level-headed and moderate on these topics. For sure. And we've come to... Uh a conversation point with a lot of things and I'm sure we brought this up a few times in the past Pat and I and Ben and I for sure but it's not my issue as of late I realize is not about if you're unvaccinated or vaccinated it's consequences man. it's my issue is check this out my issue is if you have an issue if you have an issue with my choice of whether I'm vaccinated or not if you have a problem with me not being vaccinated, so you have a problem now, it gets deeper. Because now it's you have a problem. So you're vaccinated. Yes. Sam not. Sam anti-vax. And I'm like, I hate that decision you made. You're like, well, you, we're friends. You should be respecting my decision. Because then it boils down to now it's not a problem I have with your choice. It's I have a problem with you. I think you can just... Res- you can not have... No, there's certain friends I have that have made. I think their their reasoning and logic is quite frankly stupid. Yeah. At the end of the day, I think that their decision making process, or lack of decision making process, has led them to a spot where they believe that vaccination might be harmful. But mm-hmm. at the same time, those aren't the people I'm not. I'm not going to go out and say like, "Hey, I think you're an idiot." Right. I'm just going to be like, "How much does that affect my life, and how much do I want to talk to that person about this?" It's like. I'm also I'm also one of those guys who's just completely COVID fatigued. When I get together with people, I don't want to just say like, "Yo, are you vaccinated? Like, what vaccine did you get?" Yeah, you're talking about how much five? does that no. like? How much does it yeah. matter to me? Like, I'm like, "Yo, you get the MMR shot when you're three years old? Nice. Did you do Gardasil in grade seven? Cool. Like, I don't really care about what vaccines <laughs> you have. Yeah. Why do we all of a sudden care now? I just, we forgot how to talk to each other over the last year, well, so we just <laughs> like need something that we all can relate to. I guess. Yeah. Connection. Well, diversity. My connection, connection or argument. That's yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's to a point like people aren't willing to accept the choices they're making because now they got to face it in reality. Mm Because in the last two years, they were facing it in front of the computer. Mm -hmm. Right. And now life is resuming, but now it's like forced. Like okay. Oh my 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 rights or my freedom or whatever we want to call it. Yeah my options to go out and socialize are restricted because of this situation. It's cause and effect. Cause and effect. But are you willing to accept those consequences because of that choice? Mm-hmm. If you're not, we'll stop whining about it. You made that choice. Maybe make a different choice. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, you right? can still get vaccinated. And I, and, I, and I work in the public. I am double vaccinated. That's mm-hmm. my choice. Right. 
But did I wanted to make that decision at that time? Probably not. Let's not yeah. forget about that, right? Maybe more. But I still make that choice. Now I have access to whatever I want. Yeah. Right. And I'm okay with it. Epic. Great. That's back to normal for us almost. Back to normal for us. What I don't like is that decision like if you don't if you can't accept the choice you're making, either make a different choice yeah. or accept that choice and shut the fuck up. Fact. Right? I had a great conversation with someone and he's like, I'm setting up myself to be able to be self-proficient from home. Hey man, good for you. Like, and hats off. Hats off to that. Because he's accepted the choice he's making. Yeah. Is he okay with the decision of like all those vaccinations? No, but he's like, I'm still self-providing for myself. Mm-hmm. And I can still do whatever I need to do from home. Good. Perfect. Hey man, if you can, like, all good. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Good. good on you. But, uh, like, I know a lot of people, they're making the choice of not getting vaccinated and they're complaining about it mm-hmm. in public areas. And I'm like, that's the issue. Like, well, it's, I need to wear a shirt if I go into Walmart. Yeah. I need to well, wear, like, there's certain things you need to do yeah. to go places. And yeah. it's like, it's as much as it's like, or you need a, you need a health card to pick up your prescription. Yeah. You need a, you need a driver's license to drive your car. Sure, it's not ideal, but again, at the same time, you guys both went to elementary school and high school. Yeah. For a lot of the things, you need a vaccination yeah. record to mm-hmm. go do I've, you've been you've been abroad a number yeah. of times in certain countries that you can't get into no, you need, unless unless you're yeah. vaccinated. I when I went to Nicaragua, I had to get three vaccines to, yeah. to go. Yeah, you need certain things, whether it be for malaria or certain things no, that they're like, yeah. hey, they need to. Otherwise, the organization you go with need, doesn't can't be liable if four things. And that's the thing, that right? Happens, right? It's, it's, it's a becoming a liability thing, yeah, for yeah. sure, right? Like, but I cannot choose between like as a business owner, I treat people for a living. Yeah, hundred percent. If I choose the vaccination population or the unvaccinated population. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, there's still people that need care and they supported me when I needed help. Yeah. Right. I'm going to shut my mouth and support all of them. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I can't pick and choose between someone because they right. all helped me survive this pandemic. Exactly. Right. And that makes, that makes a choose. lot of sense, but it's not, I think it's something that people have a general issue with and it can be broader or deeper even than having an issue with a vaccine but going different side of it you people might have an issue not with the health of it but of people telling them what to do i think that's more so what it is at the end of the day it's like people don't really care about it it's just people don't like being told what to do be told what to do by the government man that's what the reason i'm not living at my parents anymore (laughs) Because I was tired of my mom telling me, and I'm 27, and she's telling yeah. me what to do still. I'm like, mom, like mom, I'm not gonna wash that plate. I'm like, I'm gonna no put chance. that that plate. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna wear a mustache forever. Yeah, take no. that, Colleen. <laughs> Chantel, her name. Chantel. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Chantel. But, but the thing is, it's like I think there is needs a, be to be a plan in place to make sure everyone <clears throat> can uh, agree to it. Right. Like. I had a situation, I work at the college, yeah. you need to be double vaxxed to be inside of the college. Mm-hmm. But they sent an email Friday before the long weekend. Yeah. School started on the Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, it's 6.30 on a Friday. That's rough. I'm on my way to Sudbury from Windsor. That's rough, dude. Okay, uh, halfway down you see that email, you're like, okay, cool, I guess I'm going to move back home. Yeah. But that's the consequences, right? Like at the end of the It day. is, yeah, it's a consequence of your action and the choice. choices you kind of... Yeah. But, hey. choose to make again these are all private businesses too 
as yeah. going back to my political platform here. <laughs> <laughs> 2026. 2026, baby. When it comes slowly. down to it, like, a uh, university or a college is a private business, and they have 100%. the right to refuse service at the end of the day. They're not, yeah. like... Good point. You could, and it's, from a risk management perspective, mm. it makes total sense to yeah, not, like... absolutely. We're not going to let somebody walk around if they are have any kind of contagious disease already. Mm -hmm. It's just because it's COVID and that not everybody who gets sick dies from it. That's the problem. Yeah, it's, that's true. That's that's the problem with that. So, because well, the mentality is is we don't get sick. like really. If I get sick, what's going to happen to me? I take vitamin D and I work out sometimes, so nothing's going to happen. You to blow me. your nose a couple times a day yeah. and. It. Get over it. Call it. You deal with it. You figure it out, fuck. <laughs> you have a problem, you solve it. Next. So, um, more so a question for you, Ben. Uh, you can answer first. Um, but I'm so why is it? Now. I got time to think about it. <laughs> why is it important for you? You have all the time in the world to think about it. If, um, I lost my shot, thought, but don't worry. It's okay. I'll get it back. There it is. So. Why is it important for people who are just became the age to vote to vote? Like, why is it now? It almost feels now more important than ever. I think, well, so young people do make up the majority of, I'm sure you all get the ads on, people our age make up the majority of the voting population now. We, the, we are the largest voting sector, people 18 to 28, I'll say. Don't fact check me on that. Not exactly sure on the numbers, but we have the biggest. Jamie, Jamie, you want to pull that up? <laughs> Get it on the screen. Yeah. Um, no, we don't know exactly, but like, we maintain such a huge portion of the voting population, yeah. and I think one, it's just this is a privilege. It's not just like a, it's something we can do. It's something we should do. For sure. It's like there's something incredibly like I, I've been in two elections now, and mm -hmm. it's. I feel incredibly patriotic. Both Every, federal, eh? No, uh, one provincial, one federal. Right. I did, um, yeah, Ontario Premier. That's right. A couple yeah. years ago. And then I did um, the 2019 uh, federal election. <laughs> and there's something patriotic about going to do it. It's like, it's our civic duty to sound really cheesy. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, it's our right and it's our duty as Canadians to vote. Because people fought for that right. People died for that right. So mm -hmm. we can have the freedoms we have as Canadians. I think it's important just to do that. And I think I'm so tired of hearing people complain so much when you actually have an opportunity to do something. Yeah. Because people are so brave behind the, like behind a keyboard, but you're not brave enough to get in your car and drive drive to the polling station. Or do it from home. Like yeah. mail in your ballot. It's so easy. You had an extra four days that you could have just gone to the station early Make and done it. Uber convenient for everybody. Yeah, it's not a difficult thing to do. Yeah. It's a lot easier to vote than it is to be bitter and complain all the time. Mm -hmm. My turn? I think it's oh, like, yeah. as a meathead, dude, I don't understand voting to that extent. Because one, I. Like, my parent, like, my upbringing to elections or politics was mm. not as deeper. Because my household was, oh, that's how, who you vote for. Right. Fuck, all right, then, let's do this, mom, let's do this, dad. Let's go vote, same party, let's go. Yeah. Start the car. Yeah. All right, let's go vote. <laughs> and But now, as I've grown older, it's, like, more like, okay, you actually have an important say into this. Mm, yeah, take it seriously. Compared, like, just, like... Check what mom and dad said to check. 
Yeah. Because like, the first time I went voting, I was still at mom and dad's. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And I'm like, all right, cool. Let's go vote, mom. Who who do we vote for? Oh, red. Okay, cool. Let's vote liberal, mom. Let's vote liberal, dad. Oh, don't mm-hmm. say it, but mom had a fucking sign in the front, front yard. Yeah, they all know. <laughs> it's a secret. It's a secret, yeah, right? But <laughs> Don't tell your friends, but like... Look out the window. Yeah, just don't drive by anytime soon. Yeah. It's like nothing... So, you voted red, and then as soon as I got out of the house, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Who's better to vote? And I got more involved as I grown older, because now those choices has... I'm more conscious of the impact of that choice I'm making. Yeah. Right. If that makes any sense. Absolutely. And I think it's something that... As you grow older, we find it's more important that we take it seriously, especially, as Ben said earlier, as we get to a point where you don't really trust anybody or believe in anybody that could win. So you almost have to pick with, like, the Hillary and Trump, where you're like, what's the lesser of two evils? That one. And then you make your decision then based on that. Then we regret it for five. And then we regret it for four years, and we think we should have done it the other way. But then it's never going to be the perfect choice. Never, right? Like, and then we do it again. Yeah. Five, we do it again five years later. It's like such a like a, a ball of catch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, cool. And for so long, I didn't understand it because like, all right, that didn't work. But let's go back to the other idea. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. And um, have you guys read the the Edge of Chaos? No. Not yet. Great book. No. But they're talking about like democracy and like. This idea of, like, it's always never progressing because we're always going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, yeah. left, dumb, smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was, like, kind of, like, and they were talking about, like, those more communist country where it's always advancing. Mm-hmm. But because it, it's only one person in charge for however long that yeah, person right. wants to be in charge. Well, we don't vote people in. We vote people out. And that's one of the... I, well, that's a really good quote. That's a really It's, like, because you hear this all yeah. like... I was listening to Mr. O'Toole on the yeah. news yesterday, and all he was talking about was the problem of, like, well, here's a, like, Trudeau did this, he called a six million, $600 million election, $600 million election. He's like, well, you're not talking about your, he was being asked specific questions about his platform, yeah. but he did himself a disservice by pointing to how bad the other guy is, instead of saying, this is what I stand for. Yeah. This is this is why you shouldn't vote for him. You kept still the attention on him. Yeah, it's like, well, so is are we talking about Trudeau here or are we talking about your stance here? Because mm-hmm. I think both of you are idiots at the end of the day. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I, think Jagmeet, I think Jagmeet's the biggest of all of them. But at the end of the day, one of them's going to be leading the country come Tuesday. Yeah. 30 so, plus million people are going to be yeah. under the command. And most of like, the size of LA is going to be under one. <laughs> Yeah, but like it's but like not really, right? Because you got premiers and you got people who run provinces. Like I was having this conversation with uh, Devin Kershaw a while ago on the podcast, and he we were talking about like why it's like why do why when I left to move to Alberta did I all of a sudden need to get an Alberta driver's license? What's going on? There should be one man running this country, running it well. And, like, picking smart people to be alongside him, right? Product of the people you're with. Vladimir Putin. And then, <laughs> Dude, Vlad That's, does it right, It's man. working well for Russia. Vlad does it right, for sure. <laughs> Those North Koreans also have something killer going on for them. Yeah, that's a... Uh, Kim. Kimmy! Yeah. <laughs> Pat, don't fuck up. Pat, you good? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm doing this right. Unreal, dude. 
drop the communist yeah. bomb over here. Right? Yeah, I think the the problem is when you're just doing a single person running everything is a very very dangerous mark. Well, man, you're giving the kid the car, the Ferrari. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, you can't control. Yeah, you don't give the you don't. Give it's the like when The Rock showed it. up in Fast and Furious. He took it. Yeah, man, let me drive. <laughs> I got the Charger or whatever that car is. I don't even know, dude. I'm not, I've never been a car guy. Me neither. That's why I'm <laughs> saying that. But he took it, stomped his foot down, broke a skyscraper, and then jumped in on an helicopter. Whatever how that ends. But <laughs> he, now like you, Vin Diesel is a support crew. The Rock is selling yeah. the tickets. <laughs> Oh, I the same thing's gonna happen if you give someone one man the power. Mm -hmm. They're gonna become the rock in Fast and Furious. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem with politics. <laughs> they all think they're the rock. Dude, I watched this I watched this video where it was called the Bro Oscars. It was like a sorority and they're doing the, doing the spoof on the Oscars and the category was alright. And the category for most jacked and the nominees for most jacked actor in a feature film. Channing Tatum, G.I. Joe Retaliation, Mark Wahlberg, Pain and Gain, Vin Diesel, Fast and Furious 5, and the winner for most jacked actor in a feature film, The Rock, in all of these movies. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my mind. They're like, yo, man, he's got that tribal tattoo. i got to give me one of those. I'm like, oh, man, I'm losing my mind listening to this. I'm like, what's going on here? I, like, dropped my phone. I was laughing too hard. And yeah, Fast and Furious, dude, don't give the keys to the... Uh, don't give the no, kids the keys to the Ferrari. What you said. What he said. Yeah, spot on, dude. So, I think that's what's going to happen, though, if... Uh, dude, I don't know, man. I'm just going to put my vote in, and hopefully my guy wins. Yeah, in the day, it's not really going to change our lives that much. No, exactly. That's the best part, isn't it? Yeah. Like, were you, uh, you guys going to go anywhere fun once... Um, Wait, can you go anywhere? Like, can like if you want to go to Tasmania tomorrow? I work full time, <laughs> dude. Yeah, <laughs> we all here trying to work for ends meet, and you're like, hey, right, so let's I go on a trip. Being, I had a hard time making it here. This is like four kilometers from my house. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think about going to another country. Siphon gas from three different vehicles on the way here. I'm getting married this year. I'm like moving across the country. I'm like, yeah, my travel budget's up there. Like it's, uh, it's gone. yeah, and you're like. My vote needs to happen, so I could do those things next year. Yeah. Hundo, yeah. Yeah, Jagmeet, come on in. Give me a check. Jagmeet, brother. Keep serve going. Keep serve going. I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to make more money on serve. Too easy. Ridiculous, dude. Way too easy, you know? Can't do it. Ridiculous. But, yeah. What are you going to do? Not much. So. <laughs> like, you can't. Uh, yeah, you, you can, can do anything, really, on serve. No thanks. Dude, I did but. it for four months, man. It was great. Yeah? Yeah, I did it from April to August last year. You guys did it right. I mean, I couldn't get a job anywhere, so... <laughs> Might be it, just like, keep applying, keep applying to both serve in. Yeah. I, uh... Yeah, I had to... I worked... I had, like, a week off. I just drove my head through a plate glass window consistently, and I was... That was about my week, dude. You're like, my oh. weeks off are busier than my weeks on. <laughs> you know, but I'm like, if I'm in town, I'm going to be working. So it's, you know, you find something to kind of do. But there are a handful of people I knew prior to, or post-serve that are like, oh, man. Like, yeah, oh, it's easier to make two grand than work and make three. I'm like, I'm like, work and make six. 
Work to make five. Work to make dude, man, I was a stay-at-home husband. What does that even mean, dude? Or There's future no... husband at that point. Cause what does that even mean? Dude, I just stayed home, cooked for Renelle. She was uh, coming home from work. I was right. cooking. Shout out frontline workers. Dude, I was cooking for her, made a shit ton of cookies. And... Ah, I should brought some. But, you know, like, and I cook in $2,000 a month, four months. Or what was that? Just live. Big I just fishing every day. Oh, good for you, man. I just started fishing. <laughs> so you maybe did it wrong. <laughs> yeah, I did it. The, don't follow my advice on how to do it. Um, I mean, don't you know. go on it more than you need to, but like. Yeah, yeah like, don't just use that as an excuse to. I got a tax return this year. Right. Yeah. Good for you, man. Yeah. Mm. I also like I started my new job. I worked four shifts, and then it was like, "Hey, you got to go home." COVID, like because of COVID, so I'm like, I made like four hundred dollars total in the year 2020. <laughs> it's like, oh shoot! Wow. Yeah, I paid more in HST on single purchases than I did <laughs> my whole year. Like, so, what kind of single purchases were you? Yeah, we're like even bait know. and tackle. <laughs> <laughs> Ice fishing stuff. Man, I don't blame you though. Um, I see. So both of you are getting married next year. Yeah, man. Not to each other, but yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just preface that. Thanks, man. I appreciate you. Uh, you never yeah. know, right? We gotta remind that throughout the episode today. Like, you guys are both like, you know, it wouldn't even be a bad idea. It'd be funny. You know? It'd be funny. I don't know if I'm going to put it. But <laughs> I was like, I'm going to pack my political platform. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be funny to marry a buddy of mine, but... Uh-uh. Mm-mm. It won't go well. It so, won't go well. You say, hey, honey, are you showing home tomorrow? Hey, let's, uh... Me and Pat want to do this funny joke. Want to marry each other, dude? If you no. do, no. ever, I will officiate it. I will officiate it. I'll get a I license. I think I'll we do can probably rule it out. That I'm not, like, I, yeah. I think we're probably good. It's not happening. Yeah, it's not, it's, it's not never happening. happening. But we both have beautiful fiancés. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, you guys did not do bad. But I, I just really need an excuse to be an officiant, and I think two of my buddies getting married would be the <laughs> excuse I need to push me in the right direction. You know, it's all just motivation for me. Be so funny, man. But uh, what I want to know is, what are you each, and Pat, you're going to go first for this if you want, what are you each most excited about for married life? Because basically it felt like... Not planning a wedding? Is that one thing? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. Did you did you start your wedding planning? Yeah, we have a venue. We booked a photographer this week. Allie got her dress. I'm looking at a suit. Like... Because we're both like we're both doing school and work like and yeah. like working, so it's not really the easiest time to just pull, like we gotta take every advantage we can to yeah. the, the time we have right now. You look, you look at Google Calendar, you're like, okay, we're both off on Sunday. Let's plan this. Shit. <laughs> yeah, like man, I am looking forward to not planning wedding. It's hard as fuck. Yeah, you like you start planning as well. Yeah, we start planning. We have like seven different lists because COVID is a thing. Already, we're like, okay, let's start with a list. That's the hardest thing to do. Then how we do you like, even compartmentalize lists like like a like, list of how many people can be at the wedding depending on like right the venue situation. where is it yeah what like might, we got the venue yeah. already we got a photographer we got an efficient is that the word yeah that's fine yeah. yeah okay someone that's gonna say like efficient. spot okay. on hey yeah. man those people can come find me if you DM me that you don't like what Pat just said 
Dude, I'll send you my address. And we'll I am it. terribly sorry. I am mega. Oh, it's inefficient. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah. You, you yeah. said it spot on. Okay, great. Yeah. But we found that person. Let's yes. don't ask him to say towel. Towel. <laughs> <laughs> but man, I don't know for you, but I just can't wait that like that process is going to be done. Yeah, I'm a. Uh, I'm excited for a couple more things than just uh, the wedding planning to be done. But like, no, I was telling Glenn like the last time I was on his podcast was August 28th. Yeah. 2019. Did you have the man bun back then, dude? I didn't. Oh, no, I was like... No, dude, he was clean cut. I was like, no, in, no beard. He just came out thin. of a modeling shoot, and then we went to kayak. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I guess so. Like, it was like, <laughs> I, it was just, I was like 20 pounds lighter, no beard, no, like, long hair, nothing. It was just like, I was a very <laughs> clean cut looking guy back nice. then. Nice. Um, Ali moved to Sudbury the same day that I was... On the, on the podcast there. She was a fan of the show. She uh, she, liked, she yeah. liked the guest. And I was like, yeah, this is his name. Slide in a DM. Yeah, that's, yeah that's she slid in my DMs for him. Not so. quite. <laughs> no, but like, it's... Uh, yeah, not what happened. Allie's been, like, my best friend for, like, since... Cool. Pretty much since then. Like, we are first... Like, Monday will be, like, the second anniversary of our first date. And, oh, wow. Like, it took a... Like, I it was, it was funny. We were going through a text today, and I found a text from Allie that says, like... Hey, I asked her for coffee, let's go for coffee, like, two years ago, like, two days ago. Oh. And she says, hey, I want to go for a coffee, but, like, I don't want to date right now, all the, like, oh, fill in the blanks, like, I don't want to, I'm like, okay, and we are supposed to go for, like, a 30-minute coffee, we ended up staying there for, like, three hours. You closed the shop. We sat down from, like, 11 to 2.30 at, like, you just kept going, and talking. we just talked for forever, and it was, like, the most that's natural awesome. thing. No, that's And, sick. no, she's just, like, been my best friend since, connected. really since then. And, uh, no, I'm just, ex- I'm really excited. We, ha- we have a lot going down. Like we're, yeah. we're getting married. We're packing up our car and moving to Vancouver. So it's like, that's Huge. like, it's, it's, just- it's pretty, I'm excited to spend the rest of my life with my best friend. Really. That's, that's yeah. the big thing is like, I could care less if we got married tomorrow and had like, yeah. like eight people there, but no, we're yeah. instead we're doing the big thing and doing that next summer and it'll be a good time but it's just like I'm just stoked to spend the rest of my life with my best friend I mean you guys both have like a really really like if I was single I was telling Ben right before so I was like, and, but I wanted to share for you too I was like if I was single I would hate you guys and your relationship because we won the game people hate yeah. happiness yeah people don't like happiness um, you won the game like they're in good fields they know what to do Dialed in, dude. Like, so good funny. job, guys. Marrying for the money, really. That's it, gentlemen. Yeah, <laughs> dude. It's so funny, man. The first, like, when Renella and I moved in together, she, like, I told my friends, like, Renella got a job at the hospital in Ottawa, and my all my friends, like, Pat, stop going to school. <laughs> you like, just pull out of this RMT thing. And yeah, just don't go to school for massage therapy. Stay at home. You're a stay-at-home dad now. And um, they said heavy ass weight, dude. They said that in front of Renella and Renella looked at me in like the death eyes. Like, like, don't even think about it, asshole. Go to school. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, Allie's like, go to school, I'm gonna work. Don't worry about oh, it. Good for you, it's man. so it's so clutch. It's awesome. Clutch. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, now that I just finished my undergrad, just like may as well throw a masters on there and just like well. yeah, just do that for the next three years and I'll work full time and I'm like, you're the best. Yeah. The best. Amazing. Amazing. The best. Amazing. Yeah. I'm stoked for you guys, I really am. Genuinely, it's nice to see people be happy together. And I think nowadays that's not really something we see that often. Everybody's trying to like cheat this person or screw over that person. And like everybody's like, just I'm in such a cutthroat industry as I'm sure like in ways you are and you are as well. Where. Blind game's hard. Yeah. 
bad, dude. Good thing you guys don't work on commission, bro. So, that would suck. Everybody's just attacking necks and stuff. No, dude, that's my microwave oven. So, I did this, I did that. But you know you're the best, you don't even need to compete. Yeah, you just, yeah. you just, they just show up. They got man bun, the beard, they're like, I want to have this guy. I had a customer who said, like, my, I was like, my cousin told me to talk to the guy with the hair at Lowe's. I'm like, I am one of the guys with the hair. (laughs) (laughs) I fit that description. I fit the bill. (laughs) Amazing, dude. Amazing. Do you ever have, like, uh, either you guys have, like, one really poor industry example of like when somebody did something or somebody asked you to do like just the most ridiculous request like if somebody was like yo Ben like I need you to get me this like 3D printer microwave that prints my food for me I just punch in the nuclear launch codes and you give me here's here's the thing for me is people expect far too much when I get paid far too little (laughs) um like I'm not a commission salesman. I like what I do. I don't mind it. I I yeah. like selling appliances. I not what I thought I'd be doing with the rest of my life, but it's uh, what I'm doing right now. And like example for today, like oh I had let's a, go I, let's go. I, the car. I didn't work today, but I gave I give like a couple clients my personal phone number. Why is that? Because if I'm working on twenty thousand dollar accounts, it's like it's just if I'm working on a big account. I want to make sure I can maintain customer satisfaction and something like that. And sometimes yeah. it's easier to just take a call or a text on my personal phone than logging into a 30-year-old computer and sending an email. So I just I take that stuff there. And I get a call today. I'm like, I'm not working right now. And like the audacity you had to call. I'm like, one, I, could, I just didn't answer the call. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, the audacity to call me on my day <laughs> Like, God damn it. Or like I had this, the same guy I told him about like uh, same guy like I'm working on a beautiful kitchen for him yeah. and I uh, he called me a couple of weeks back when I uh, like I told him like I'm done at four he calls me at four thirty I'm like and talks to me about a problem with the quote I gave him I'm like okay so I'm gonna deal with this tomorrow morning and then he persisted to keep talking I'm like click I'm, I'm like okay so like I said. I'm going to talk to you yeah. tomorrow morning, and then we're going to deal with it. Because right now, I'm at Long McQuaid looking at guitars, and I can't go back to work right now to fix your problem. So, Damn. Amazing, yeah. I just have a lot of people that expect a lot, or just who can treat me, who feel like they can treat me absolutely terribly. Yeah. People treat service workers awful. It's like, atrocious. It's, I told a guy once, I'm sorry that the... Like, this guy kept going off of me. He's like, I can't get my appliances. I can't get yeah. my appliances. Like, oh, like this, and this is your fault. I'm like, you know what, sir? If you need to blame the whole world shutting down for two years on someone who makes just over minimum wage, go for it. I'm your guy. Yeah. I'm here. You dropped that one. I dropped, like, take I, it dro- on the chin, Ben. It wasn't like, that wasn't like the first step. That was just after a while. Like, I'm like, you know what? Makes sense. I'm like, the whole supply chain's broken. That's my fault. If you need to take it out on me, I'm sorry. Go yeah. for it. This is <laughs> good for you, man. Yeah, I, I got a little. I got. I don't. I generally keep my cool with customers, but this guy, I'm just like, no, yeah. I, the whole thing case. is sure. like, this is not my fault. But if you need to take it out on me, go for it. Mm. Good for you, man. man dude. Good. Choose violence. You chose violence. Choose violence like, for sure. You're like, all right, bring it on, kid. I saw the guy tell me. Like just going back to ridiculous things oh, people can say to you. Nice. Let's like, go. I'm, I'm selling a guy a washing machine, and he looks at me and says, 
Why should I trust your opinion on washing machines? What do you mean? You don't look like a guy who does a lot of laundry. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna let you sit with what you just said, and I'm gonna go check the back. Yeah. I, I knew we had this. I knew we had this laundry machine. I sat in the back for five minutes, and I just just let this guy sit with what he just said. His wife looks so unimpressed with him. Like, I bet she does all the laundry in that relationship. <laughs> Dude, that's so. Okay, so what, what? You came back to it. What do you say? I I don't. I just took his money. I just sold it. Like, Give me the money. And I'm like, yeah, we have it. Man, for me, it's Dickhead. like going through school. I was getting like a lot of like homies were bugging me because like my industry as massage therapy, as we all know, is a very intimate setting. Yeah. And uh, pornographic also. Really? So, yeah. Not even. But like a lot of people were like, that. oh, uh, you end up doing happy endings, and you're like, oh, I heard this joke twenty million times. That's uh, like, be creative, please. Yeah, something more original. But yeah, that's one of them. But that was a huge misconception from why I had like, I uh, being in like healthy and active all my life, I've always like been that close to being like, yeah, I should get a massage. You know, my parents are really big on like you know massage therapy and chiropractors and stuff. They're like, my mom always gets treatment or tries to. Um, father the same but with chiropractors like I was always this close to getting it but I was always had that misconception and led yeah. the wrong path of like it's just like well, dude, candle it's light and like so get it separated from the sheets you know? well dude man it's so normal and like when COVID right around I mm. called a lot of people out because like this is spa treatment or like relaxation based treatment are important mm -hmm. but if you're only doing relaxation we're fit in that kind of zone 100%. of like we're not doing therapy anymore we're just doing massage right which you keep very I think too, there's a time and a place for both yeah, yeah. there's a time and a place for both if I want to get beat I go see Pat and if I want to have a little bit of relaxation with it I go see my buddy Barry like yeah. but if I want to get uh, absolutely destroyed yeah, and yeah, like feel yeah, better immediately look like, at your shoulder yeah for sure if I don't want to feel good that day <laughs> yeah if you want to if you want to write off your Wednesday <laughs> you show up if you want to limp yeah <laughs> But, sure. it, yeah, like, it's, I think, every industry, like, what about for you, man? You're building shit. All the time. You're, like, taking care of properties. What do you see on a day-to-day -day basis? You're, like, I'm going to punch this thing through your throat. That's fine, don't worry. Is the table broken? <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's something from my pocket. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's the knife. Um, it's the knife he put dude. in the guy who dropped that laundry comedy. should have, <laughs> but, uh, dude, it's, to me, I've noticed everybody... There's always somebody that can do it cheaper. Okay. But there's not always somebody who can do it better. So, what I mean is, I've seen, I've had times where people recently, and I don't, and I know they follow me, but I don't think they, I'm going to hope that they don't watch the podcast, but uh, there was a client and their, and her and her mother, they, and there was a Wednesday where we were supposed to show up to work at their place. Basically, we had a deadline to meet. We had to finish the job that they needed us to finish by the Monday, right? Because they had the next people coming in for the next step of the project, right? And so what ended up happening was is we didn't show up on the Wednesday. So the job was it started, but whatever. We showed up and we went to some, we went to another job. She calls my partner and starts losing it on him. So if you don't know, uh, my business partner is, he's very, very, he's very straightforward and honest. He doesn't really 
He doesn't take shit. He does not take a single shit ever. The guy chews violence every day. Yeah, he chews violence with most conversations he has, and then every day, for sure, bro. And his whole like, he's just like, he's honest. He's straightforward. He's to the point. You want an answer? He'll give you one. Don't 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 cross your T's, dot your eyes, because he does not like. He's not going to sugarcoat a damn thing for you. But it makes everything that much better, and it's more open. Open lines of communication, perfect. So <clears throat> he goes. Listen, I had a junk. I have a junkie brother who I didn't know where he was. We spent the morning looking for him. I don't work for you. You hired us to do a job. You gave us a deadline. I don't have to show up as long as I meet the deadline, right? I don't need to be there on a Wednesday to have the job done on Monday. And he's like, he looks at me after the phone. He's like, dude, the whole reason we're in this thing is because we don't want to have to answer to somebody. We answer to each other when we when I'm like, hey, I want to do this, or what do we got going on so that I can take this time off, or vice versa, right? No. We've had a lot of people often always go, hey, uh, can you do it for less? Or we're on the, oh, we'll do nice things for you out of our way because, excuse me, we operate on the, if we do something good for you, like, you know, like we're trying to build a relationship and a client, excuse me, a strong client base. But then a lot of people are very like, oh, can we still get it less? Can we get it less? Can we get it less? I'm like, you can get it less, but don't bitch to me about why there's wall paint on the ceiling. Because you paid me X amount to do a job that I said I'm not going to be that good at. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like you're paying me. Well, we want you to do it. I'm like, you can want me to do it all you want. But what's more important to you? Me doing the job or the job being done well? Pay to play. Yeah. If you pay me well enough, I will take my time to make sure the job is done well and outsource it accordingly if I feel the need to. Right? It's a very, very tricky thing where everybody's trying to screw over everybody. And, dude, it's tough. But it makes you stronger, makes your will better, and I think it makes you overall, like, you expect more from yourself. And I think it's uh, it's really fun because you either sink or swim. There's no, well, you can ride the wave a little. You sink or swim, right? It's cutthroat. You do what you got to do to survive and kind of just make people happy and do it the way you yeah. can and try not to screw over everybody or anybody. Isn't it the hardest though? Like sink or swim idea in all of our fields. Like for you as a student, man. Like if you don't do the work that needs to be yeah. done, like. You'll fall behind. Oh, for sure. Doggy paddle your way back. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's something that's not not looked at well in industries is a everybody wants it done for that much less, but there's no trust, and we're there's trying to build a client base of people that are very, very trustworthy and trying to kind of, our whole business model is to not screw over people, but still make money. Guess what? It's tough to do. You know, Yeah. we go, Hey, what's the, we don't really do anything. That's a little like easy per se, or kind of like, you know, late, um, beginning of December, late November last year, where he's like, Hey man, got this idea. Uh, I want to run with. I have a lot of work and a lot of clients, but uh, I need a good right hand man who's not afraid to work when we got to work and uh, not not going to bitch about it. 
uh, all day. And I was like, dude, I'm your guy. And he goes, all right, sweet. So, and then we decided to start a business in December of COVID. Everybody's shutting down businesses. Businesses are closing. They closed like Optimus Brewery. They closed other places. And we're like, yeah, let's do this. We and then I was this. just doing, and I was just doing this. Slowly going up. But do you think it helped you guys? Like starting that slow? I think so. Because we why it's good is you're able to, when you're at the beginning, I'm sure you've seen this too, both of you, but you're able to almost in different like regards right but you weed out people you weed out shitty clients you weed out people who expect a lot but aren't willing to pay you as much right whether that be the company you're working for or what the client's willing to pay you right so that's what i think is interesting about that like it's you weed out the shitty clients and then you have the clients who are like cool where do i sign well, that's just why whatever gets it done I got more so out of like the photography game because of that. Like people mm. were. Oh really? People were so often asking like, "Oh well, do you want to kind of can I do this for you? Want to do this yeah. for exposure? Do you want to do this for exposure? Exposure what? to what? Dude? I'm like, well, I'm like, great, you got what? a bunch of Instagram. Okay, I want to know. People, uh, like, I won't go specific. Okay. specific no, for sure. Specifics, and this has happened a couple of times with people. Yeah. People think that exposure is everything, but I'm like. Exposure at the end of the night doesn't pay the bills. Right. I'm exposure not... doesn't put gas in my car. No. Exposure mm -hmm. doesn't do that. Like, so like when it comes to editing videos or doing taking pictures, like some we know, like Rogan. Like Rogan works really hard yeah. on take. Like any, yeah. And that guy works super hard to say like, hey, like yo, that would be super insulting to ask somebody like that. You want to do this so I can put it like. I have more Instagram followers than you. How about I say that you're doing work for me on here, and I'm gonna. I got that on a couple of different it's occasions insulting. where it's like, no, it's, I don't want to do this for exposure because if we're going based on yeah. follower counts or anything like that, I'm doing fairly well. If I don't yeah. need, I don't need. And that. how do you monetize followers or even like justify what that means? It's like, right? I can pay $5 and you know what you can do? You can pay me and I'm going to use that $5, $5 of that pay and I'm going to use it and invest that into my ad revenue. And I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna ads put in for ads, photos, yeah. ads for my photos, and I'm gonna get to travel on my, Booyah. my and get stuff like that. Done, but because that's guaranteed, yeah, or more likely to be guaranteed doing it that way versus having the other person push yeah. exposure and do all that kind of fun. That's one you. thing. Like for me, I gave a lot of free treatments over the like over the two years I've been in. Mm -hmm. To like a lot of my friends are doing cool stuff, mm -hmm. but it was never for exposure. Oh, you can. Do but, something for free, but don't ex like. I didn't expect anything. Like a lack of expect. Yeah, don't expect it. But then, like the the word of mouth of that was great. Yeah. But then, like the for honesty sure. from that, I was like, I didn't do this for this. Mm -hmm. But then it comes back to like, oh, okay, that's a real thing. Yeah. But that's kind of weird, man. Yeah. If the if that's the main trade off, that's weird. People like will do anything but pay. And it's like, yeah. here's all these opportunities. I'm gonna, it's like, I'm gonna pay you with opportunity. It's like, okay, cool. But that's we, you we already make, taking the picture. We an opportunity. Yeah, I, we make our own opportunities. Yeah. All right, I made my opportunities. Like, I'm not a professional photographer by any means. I, mm -hmm. but I've taken photos professionally. For sure. Like, I I do it for fun. I do it more so on the side. But at the end of the day, it's like, photography. If I was doing it for people and not for myself. I need to make profit off that. Otherwise, right. it's it's not like a. 
if I was like a new guy starting up this new like photography company in line and I needed the exposure, a hundred percent. That's that's when it's really valuable. Yeah. When I'm just trying to get my feet off the ground, but like no, I've got a, I've got people who wanted my photos, and that was already, and I didn't need more sure. more of that. I, it's it's it's, and I I know you see that as a as a small business owner, both of you, mm-hmm. is people will do anything they can to not pay what oh, they want. 100%. Because they think for some reason that you, what you're offering is worth less. And so one, devaluing my company, devaluing my efforts and my time. Any day of the week, I'll waste money. Mm-hmm. But my time, my product, and my effort, can't waste that. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I've already wasted so much time as a kid. Yeah. yeah. Like nowadays, man, can't waste money. Can't, I can't waste my time. Time is huge. Because at the end of the day, yeah, it's the only thing we own, right? Because the rest of it, it's all on a subscription. Hundred percent. Nice. Think about it, right? For sure. Taxes, fucking life. Mm -hmm. You gotta pay to play. And then if you want to have like a good like, if you want to have a good product or a good service, you have to play. Yeah. You have to pay. Sorry, but you have to play the game of making money. Right. Like I just went today, had a big day of work, twelve hour day of work. Mm-hmm. But then me and the guy who worked with me today, we went to Lot Eighty Eight, had a really good steak. Yeah. Hell yeah. Love steak. Yeah. But I'll full wo- always oh, full beef. Full but beef. I'm willing to play to pay that money mm-hmm. and not regret the bill at the end of the day. No. Because I worked really hard for that price. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's like a great experience, great time. But I'm not gonna ask like, hey, cook. Great meal, but there was a hair on. Like, no, shut the fuck up. Yeah, you're gonna eat the food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think there's um something to be said with um especially <laughs> photos. Sorry, man. I'm gonna. No, you're getting into it. Dude, I am so into it. Right, like taking photos because like you're taking your time following someone. Like I did that for Matt, who swam across one of the Yeah. Just for pure fun of it, and I've been doing it for the CrossFit gym. I'm taking photos for them, just because I like clicking something. As a kid, I loved playing video games because I loved to like trigger happy some yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. Now I'm taking pictures. I'm getting good at it. I'm not expecting <laughs> anything in return or good at it. Like my yeah. pictures are getting better and better. better. You're getting yeah. better, not it's, good. As Monkey says, worse, right? yeah, not good. good. <laughs> better. You got to try really hard to get it worse. It does not get any worse. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I started taking photos. I'm like, well, it can't get any worse. Ninety <laughs> percent of them are blurry. So, well, ninety like ninety six are less blurry. So you know, yeah, that's a win, bro. I, I look at the start photos start. I took when I was on your show at first, and like you were showcasing that. I'm like, yeah, those are pathetic. Yeah, now, right? Back no, then, like, those are garbage. As good as I got. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So you're taking photos before, and then now you're getting better. Man, I want to see those pictures after, man. Yeah. For sure, we'll, we'll get into it. Yeah, for sure. Because it's so, like, you're taking a moment in time. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, now Matt, who's come across one, has those pictures Shout forever. Out to him, bro. Yeah. Shout out to him. Yeah, yeah. Good Matt, guy. Great dude. Great. But he has the pictures forever, and I didn't expect anything in return. I just want to, like, right. play Trigger Happy on a fucking boat for mm-hmm. six hours while I look that guy swim. For sure. Yeah, and that's, like, that's how I started, really. I started taking pictures because. I was trying to do something new. I started doing yeah. it in the end of high yeah. school. I started doing it because I wanted to learn something. And I I've had a friend who asked me, hey, can you come do this? Can you come take photos for us? I'm like, sure. I was not expecting any compensation in return. Nothing like that. And 
they ended up paying me $60 for the rights to three photos that I took. Oh, really? Sick, dude. That's yeah, unreal. Was, That's so they yeah. paid me a lot of money. They paid me $20 a photo. Yeah. For, like, looking back, I'm like, okay, that's actually not that much money. But it's at the time, like, I picked up a camera for the first time eight months before that. I'm like, yeah. this was, I was over the moon excited. That's huge. Yeah. And with that, I just invested what I was making back into photography. Yeah. And I was doing so, and like, yeah, I had friends like um, Laura Schmidt, like, I did her stuff. Like, she was doing an article for in Time to Climb magazine about climbing and parenting. And I, I was just stoked to do that. And something like that, I'll gladly volunteer my time to do. Mm -hmm. um, the Noir Expedition. Did all the videos and stuff. Like, I spent 40 hours Looked up it, dude. on the video. 40 hours on that video. Just, like, mm -hmm. I, every night, I would stay up till 3 or 4 in the morning just to grind on that. Right. And I loved it. It I worked was out, so too. good. Yeah, it, it, and, like, it was such a... Something like that is awesome. But mm -hmm. it's like when people request my services who seek me out mm -hmm. and then devalue devalue my product that's when it's a bit it's like it's not like I even want to do this it's that I'm oh, man. I want to make money right I especially want, if you're there for money I'm a capitalist yeah, like at the sure. end of the day like oh, we, gotta, sure. we gotta go like sure I want to work hard and I want to take out my pay and sure I want to I want to be investing in cool projects too right. I do want to be investing in cool projects and I want to help people if I can help somebody if I can help somebody's cool project, I will gladly do it. Mm -hmm. So I, I've always supported the show. I've always, like I've always loved the show. I'm grateful for it. And I, am. I would gladly do anything sure. to help out. But at the end, of the, like if it's not if somebody I don't know, if it's not somebody I've invested in. It's not somebody yeah. that's invested in me. Right. Exposure's not going to cut. Right. Like if I didn't know you, or you didn't know me, and I was like, "Hey, man, listen." I'll, uh, you'll be exposed to the people that don't use that or uh, following me, but um, you know, what do you think about that? You'll like, Yo, kiss my ass, punto. I go on your podcast for exposure. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a fun time, you know. I'm like, I don't I don't give a fuck, dude. Cool, do it. Come on for whatever reason you want, you know. So, but <laughs> it's not. For, when I first like, came on, this had like four followers. Uh, and now it's like, now it's at six. Yeah. Thank Great, you. thank you, mom. Finally decided. Oh, to my mom! Out. My mom probably followed you too, dude. That's Al probably part Allie of the follows the show. <laughs> yes, I'll tell Ronald out to get that's on that. Like seven. <laughs> That's a big number for me, boys. I'm a little. I'm honestly a little nervous now that you gave me like a legitimate analytic um, review. But it's isn't it something like, especially like photos. I didn't understand how much time was going behind it. Mm -hmm. Well, like, right, like I'm planning with planning the wedding. Like I don't know for you, like, yeah. but I was like, yeah, stuff. I was like, fuck, that's a lot of money. But I understand yeah. the, the work behind it. I'm like, fuck it, we'll right. spend so the money on that. Shit, I, for sure. I just, I booked my photographer this week, and her name is Chelsea Taylor. Oh, you booked her? Nice. Yeah, she's an awesome photographer. I worked with Chelsea Ramacos for sick. She is such a cool, like such a cool gal. It's awesome. Uh, super rad, and her photos are really cool. Like they're not like the just everybody's standard, like, like everybody's like, standard bright white photo, overexposed photos. No, like it Chelsea's awesome. look hardcore. And honestly, like I look at her rates, and I'm like, you know what? She's expensive, but she's actually not that bad. Good, but for the work that she does, she's work. excellent. Like she's an excellent photographer for sure. Yeah. She did work with Andre. She's like, yeah. um, like Andre, like what the fiel? His, his page, his like a lot of his photos are like, earlier photos that he did with Romacos yeah. are by Chelsea. Oh no! So like that photo, the him, ones that kind of got the him going. one that's on him on uh, the photos of him that are on the fiel Raven ads. I believe I could be wrong. Andre, correct us here. 
Um, Andre, come inbox me. Hit us in the comments. Combat. Hit us in the DMs. Yeah. Um, we know you're on Instagram, man, so just hit us on the DMs. Yeah, we, <laughs> we all know you're on Instagram. Um, no, he hit, like, the coolest, some really badass shots of him yeah. were done by her. Oh, that's and, like, cool. So that's why I really, like, I've always, I thought her photos were sick. And you're paying not just for the photos, you're paying for her creative eye. You're, yeah. you're not just paying for, like, a anybody has an iPhone and they can take a photo. And anyway. skin in the game. Everybody right. can, but it's like, no, people who've invested their life to looking at this, creating it, she's, Chelsea's already talking about ways to make our photos better and how we can make our venue better to more accommodate this stuff. So Dude, she's awesome. She's, we're paying not just for an image, we're paying for a lifelong memory. Right. And we're she's paying in, for, she's yeah. capturing a moment in our lives. She's correct. And that's priceless. It's a service. It's, yeah, it's, it's a providing a service versus and, a product. So when I shot family photos, mm -hmm. like I was probably the cheapest family photographer in this town. <laughs> like I was hundred dollars hundred dollars an hour, and I was just like, "Here you go, I'm gonna do your family photos here." But I remember, like, I'd go home and I'd for every one hour photos, probably have two hours that day. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. and I'd just go home, and I'd love doing it because like you get to one, I get to take my style and take this family's photo, how I saw it, and bring out and highlight things and make it yeah and and create a piece of art out of it and mm. that's something really cool that photographers do and I think that people are like well why should I be paying so much money for this service why should I pay so much but it's like no you're yeah it's not just somebody who hits a button one no. the initial investment too just in Dude, it, like, like four or five grand for a good shoot, camera picture? yeah like yeah for like sure. in order to get a proper camera setup yeah you're looking for a full frame camera you're Anywhere from four thousand to eight thousand dollars. There's a saying. big difference in yeah. photos. Too. A big, di and that's and that's the thing. And then the, the sheer amount of time that somebody invests into it, the risk that they take in taking these things. They take that puppy out for a spin and take pictures. All right, man, that's eight grand on yeah. a leash. Yeah. That no you gotta kidding. click something. No kidding, dude, mm. for sure. I think. Um, that's cool, though, man. That's cool how like I like the way you approach that situation because yeah. like Grinnell and I decided not to have a of like a DVD or a film yep. out of it. We wanted more pictures. Okay. The event. Just more pictures. Then. Yeah, because like yeah. we're I like mean, you need to do two people to make it work. Like you need a videographer and a photographer. Yeah, and we're like, yeah, when's the gonna deal? The next time we're actually gonna like watch that video. But we like we love actually having art in our place because we have like in our place we have a photo of like I when I propose I personally put I on the GoPro. It, it's yeah. such a good and photo. I did, it's so I good. did a oh, canvas. Of yeah. that photo, oh sweet, Dude, and we love sad. that, and we want to have those pictures in. But we're like, let's just pay more money for, yeah, like having more photos. Right, yeah. if you're gonna spend the money, spend well, it on what you. Yeah. And that's yeah. like, so Ali and I, we're doing, we're having our, we're getting twelve hours of wedding photos. Nice, we're doing like from ten a.m. to like all Ali, day. Ali getting ready. One, I do not need photos of me getting dressed. I oh, do it. I'll take those. Dude, <laughs> I'll take I, those I got an iPhone. I got a camera, man. I'll show <laughs> up. Show up! I got that iPhone 12. <laughs> There's three cameras on There's those, three right? Three cameras on it. I'm a professional now. It has autofocus. You're putting everything on pretty slow, dude. Yeah. What's going on here? <laughs> no, like literally, I'm gonna be so excited. It's got like a kid on Christmas. I'll have my clothes on like at 8 a.m. Like I'm ready to You'll go sleep to with your clothes on. Man. I'm gonna go to Eddie's in the brec for breakfast in the morning. I'm gonna be wearing my suit ready to go. 100. No, but like so we're doing Drop that, the and then we're doing um, yeah. <laughs> we're doing uh. We're doing that, but then our good buddy Rogan Burroughs, who's been on this Love podcast. Rogan, yeah. Oh, really? Shout out to him. He's going to produce, but you who, know, he's who, knew, who knew media? He's working the grind right now, so oh, he yeah. couldn't show up. 
show. He's a unreal guy, and he yeah. um, he did oh. our engagement photo. Like oh, he did sick. Ali and I's engagement photos. Oh, which, dude, no way! Which those are really off. fucking cool. Yeah, and he's not yeah. even like Rogan's primary game. It's not even photography. It's video, dude. He's a videographer. His videos are fucking nuts. His videos are in- unreal. Off the chain. Yeah. yeah, he's not like I would not qualify Rogan as a photographer. He's a great <laughs> photographer at the end of the day, but at the end of the day, he's a videographer, he's a videographer and his Lord, like man. his photos are amazing, but if you think his photos are awesome, his videos are just like... Because man, your <laughs> pictures were nice. Yo, <laughs> you did such nice. a great... Really good job. So I he's a photographer, too, yeah. I'm going to get him in the fully fitness, man. Dude, dude you no, got do it. to. Dude, he's done fitness videos. Oh, really? Really? Dude, yeah. he's ridiculous. He's good. Wow. He's a great yeah, guy. Like, and he's a good dude, he's too. Super, he's super super not just like really good at... Videos, but like he's a good dude. Weird. No, he's a good dude. No, he's like yeah. you could definitely hang out with him solid and talk with come. him for hours. Yeah. Like he's a solid great guy. as they come, dude. No, sure. he's like my best friend in high school. Oh like, really? Good dude. Don't good talk dude. with him much now, but he's like such a like just such an A one guy. A one guy. A one dude, and there are few and far between. So got our like see. got our photos to us in like three days. Are you serious? Like, he did our photos super fast. He spent three hours with us that night and just like. Such a great just like, hanged out and they're awesome. It's probably photos. a good time too. Oh, it was, yeah, it was a good time. Great hanging out with them always. Yeah. Like okay, so here's my thing: was he like because they didn't look like he was taking pictures, or he was just like he he's because never... if he like if he vibed like the fact he's not taking pictures, like you know he's good. Oh, so mm-hmm. that's a good point. At the end, some pictures, mind, need, yeah. So like some he pictures told us what pictures. to do, and that's the thing is he's not. He's not a, a wedding photographer. He's not an engagement photographer. Him and I are right. both, like, we started photography around the same time, like, in, when we were both in high school there, and yeah. we are both never wedding photographers, but he, I've never done an engagement shoot. He's never done an engagement shoot, so our first engagement shoot that either of us had ever been to was my Together. engagement shoot. <laughs> <Amazing>. <laughs> it was our, my engagement Amazing. shoot, and he knew what to do, and he did such a great yeah. job of it. Uh, he was really good at being able to tell us, hey, you should position yourself like this. Try this, try that. He was really good at working with it. The only problem is Allie's terrible getting her picture taken. Love her to uh, death. She's like, going to listen to this. But a... she just like, she's like, oh, am I doing it right? I'm like, just stop. Just stop talking for a second. Honey, you're, over, honey, you're overthinking it. Let Ro- yeah, you're overthinking it. You look beautiful. I'll, as always, just let Rogan take the picture. Like, yeah. And it's so weird, right? Like taking engagement pictures. Because yeah. like, you're planning only one wedding in your life. Hopefully. Right. Yeah. yeah. You do it right, <laughs> yeah. once is enough, right? Right. But, like, yeah. it's so funny because my brother-in-law did the greatest quote. We're at his bachelor weekend. I'm like, hey, shotgun. We're shotgunning a beer. He's like, Hell yo, yeah. dude, it's my first bachelor. And I'm like, it's actually so true. Funny quote, though. It's his first bachelor. It was his real. Like, yeah, he's dude. getting married. He got married last year. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, dude, it's so true, man. Like, it, the first time you do a thing and you hope to only do it once. Yeah. If you do it, the first and last. Who's saying it was like uh, the first? Yeah, first and last. But like first engagement shoot, you're like, what do I do? We take pictures, and then someone to be able to like calm the environment like that. Uh, I kept kept telling Ali, I'm like, I've never done this before. (laughs) 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 I've never done this before. I hope to never do it again. (laughs) Who said it once, dude? They're like, uh, I can't remember what song. It's got to be a song here, right? But it was like, you live once, but if you do it right, once is enough. Wiz Khalifa. No. Dude, dude, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't put it past Wiz, dude. <laughs> For sure. But yeah, no, you do it right. Like once is once is good. You shouldn't be doing. Yo, dude, I was married seventeen times. You would be like, 
That's Hold on. a lot Tell of Tell me money. about number nine. Like, <laughs> what, what, what happened there? Well, at the, engagement <laughs> at the engagement ring store, this old woman's like, well, I'm on number three right now. I'm like, you. What? I'm, and, like, there's another woman at the engagement ring store. It's like, where are all the good men and, like, all this stuff? I'm like, well, maybe check your attitude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all these, like, like, this woman's talking about her third, like, third or fourth husband. I'm like, my goodness. You're like, like, the problem might be you, You honey. might be the problem here. Uh, you ever consider that you're yeah. the common denominator in all these marriages that have failed? Huh, those guys aren't brothers. They don't, they're not yeah. four brothers and they're all just one night. We don't know, though. We don't know the family. We, we don't know the whole don't story. Know you're but, right, but, you know. But it's still something. Only get her on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened at number two? <laughs> Amazing. But, right, like, mm. dude, how was your experience buying the ring? Uh, so yeah. I actually didn't buy Ali's engagement ring. Uh, I stole it. Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I wouldn't put it past you, dude. To be honest, so it's um, actually my great grandmother's engagement. No way! Uh, my great grandmother's twentieth anniversary ring. Uh, she never had a ring because, well, depression era marriage. Like, there really wasn't like wealth or anything like that at the time. True. So my great grandfather, as the story goes, got her this for I think it was their twentieth anniversary. So it was like in the '60s or like wow. the, the '50s or '60s. So it's just this solitaire diamond ring, um, and that's sick. My mom asked me back in like last November if I wanted it. So and I said yeah, like and so I had that for a long time. I got that all. I got that all like cut and fit for her. What was crazy is that a couple weeks before we got engaged, we went to. Uh, we went to the jewelry store because I wanted to see. Oh, I was like, well, I wanted to get sizing for her. She tried on a ring that was like almost. I she was like, I love this one. It was almost identical to the one that. No I, way! Yeah, Amazing like, almost identical. I mean, the mine had a bigger diamond, but <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, yes dude. Uh, dude, great. Plus. And and like a band that she really liked, and I'm like, oh, that's perfect. Like, uh, good to know. And I took. And I'm like, oh, I'm so glad she likes that. Um, and then I actually went back to the mall a couple of days later and I saw that the band she really liked was on clearance. So I'm like, no way. Buying this. Double room, like we, I hadn't even proposed to her yet. I'm like, I'm buying the band. I have the, I had her ring cut. Like I, I brought it to the jeweler, I got it all cut and clean and stuff like that. Cause it's like a 60 or 70 year old ring at this point. Nice. But like got it all like that in so perfect cool, shape. Man. Yeah. It's a, it's cool. Cause it's like family. Yeah. Like this yeah. is me. It was like the one thing of value my family had for a while there, so it's... And it's keep going. Yeah, keep going. Yeah. That's fascinating, dude. That is so cool. Good for you, man. This is cool. I'm getting chilled. This is great. 294 days for me. What, 363 for you now? Yeah. Cool. Dude, you guys... Dude, man, it's so funny because, like, I'm a big meathead, right? But when I posted... No, not even... But yeah, right. Putting a shirt of bacon and barbells on a podcast. Bacon and barbells, dude. But it, it was so it, It's like so funny because like I put one year out, mm-hmm. and then everyone messaged me were like, obviously you're the only person that's gonna say that that way. Because like for me, it's for competition. They always say like 17 days out or yeah, or, right or whatever. 18 minutes out. Yeah. And then it's a zero. <laughs> where, where are we dropping? It? <laughs> but man, it was so funny. Yeah, but man, amazing. A year, and then less than a year for you. Yeah, 294 uh, days. Do you have, like, a calendar yeah. at home? Like, no, just, I'm just really good with dates. June oh, 7th, really? <laughs> really good with dates. Dude, yeah, that's why he keeps dropping my podcast date. To be honest, I don't even know the first day I started the show. And he's like, man, this is the day I was on. And I was like, 
No, I'm like insanely good with dates. <laughs> good like, for you. That's okay. really cool, man. That's so July, July 9th is our, our date. So. Nice. 2021, but 2022, 2022, 2022, my bad, my bad, dude, amazing, man, yeah. that's huge, because now you, Ali, you'll never forget your engagement day, your wedding day, I'm stoked, man, August 1st was our engagement day, our first official day of dating was, um, January
and then, <coughs> excuse me, and then it just manifests itself into something that's so much bigger than what I think possible, and I think that's what's really cool about it. Sweet. So, because like I remember the first I time I jump on the show, three pages almost. Yeah, pretty much, man. I can find it you know, too. A lot of things back when I went, but I'm like. I'm liking this format. You know it pretty well at this point, so yeah, I think it's mm -hmm. been a pretty killer episode. Yeah. Here it is. Boom! I've one here. I've half here. I've a bit right here too. Yeah, which is neat because now I'm yeah. looking at. I've been looking at your paper the whole like last pretty much hour, mm -hmm. and there's only half a page. And I'm like, oh my god, well, did, did yeah. you prepare? Did we just like? <laughs> no, I thought about it because I'm like, well, we. I'm like, do you prepare for multiple people? Because there's a, there's an ability to kind of bounce off each other, right? Because at the end of the day, why you did your own. Um, why I think you enjoy, like why we connect well, Ben, and why we connect well as well, is the ability to have a good conversation that can't just happen like that, right? You need to spend a, like if we go for a couple beers and like meal whatever. There's a good conversation that we can achieve, right? Hundred percent. If we're going for a plunge or something, right? There's like a good conversation we can achieve. Like either me or you, we have something to always like bring. we like. Excuse me. I want to get this off my fucking chest, right? And that's something that I think is not is lost nowadays with a lot of people not being able to connect to people as much or not knowing how, which I think is a problem. Because the ability to connect with people is one of the main purposes we have of just being alive. And I feel when when connecting with people and talking with people about things and learning from them and like learning whether it be your views on one thing or your views on another. It's something that's super cool that you're able to kind of go, like, sit back and go, huh, not only am I learning something, but I'm having a good time with people I like. This is, this is not really the worst thing that can happen, yeah. right? It's a best-case scenario all, all around. And, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of the gist of why, like, why I have very little here and why... You almost don't need to prepare when oh. we've had as much conversation. We filled we, we filled over an hour easy so far of yeah. just dialogue like really easy. I'm sure if we didn't ever cut it off, I'm sure we can go for another four. Dude, hundred percent. Yeah, right. And it's all a conversation we have. We would have regardless. Yeah, exactly. And I think that was what I was. That's what I'm aim. I aim for is a. I want it to feel. I say this to everybody right before I talk to them. I'm like, I want it to feel as natural as possible. How do we do that? Oh. We either connect with fret. We either connect like I was never friends with you before. No. I was never friends with you before. I posted a bunch of jokes. You reacted. I wasn't even fucking following you at that time. Oh, whatever. And dude. then I was like, oh fuck, this yeah. dude's dope, right? You know, he's two hundred sixty-five pounds, forty-five pounds. Sorry, dude. I now, get it. Now, yeah. <laughs> but when we met, I was a yeah. thick boy, thick dude. You know, with six C's as thick. The kids and, call it eh? yeah, like the new millennials, or dude. Whatever. And I'm like, and he ran a half marathon. This is crazy, you know. And then like, but that's just it. that's that's what I'm saying. So that form of connection that we're able to build, just me wanting to reach out to people and be like, yo, dude, I think you'd be sick to have a conversation with. That's what it is. There's no fancy, crazy light fixture thing, popularity, exposure, bullshit follower mix that goes in. It's like, hey man, I think you'd be good to talk to. I'm either going to be proved right or proved wrong, but regardless, we're going to chat, yeah. right? So the people who are coming on, the people who have been on, and the people who are on right now, you know, I'm grateful. Yeah. It was a good time. Grateful overall. Yeah. So. Yeah.
And you oh. guys, guys got any uh, last minute uh, pieces? Oh, I think to that's, say? A, yeah, that's a killer way to end the show there. It's your show, man. You cut it whenever, but yeah, that was really good. That was a good way to end it. <laughs> good way to wrap uh, it up. I've had a lot of my parents' uh, Cuban rum, 30%. Can't complain. Um, so, your parents looks need like to go to Cuba. eight feet away from me, to be honest. When I look your at parents it, need to go to Cuba again to bring more. I need to go back to Cuba. I need to go back to Cuba. We all got to go back to Cuba. Or to Cuba, if you haven't been. I fucking love you guys. I'm good super show. stoked. Thanks for having us. Thanks, man. Uh, we'll uh, 